0: Hey, welcome out to Third World Linux episode 87. A pretty good year. My best friend was born that year.
1: Hey! Wait, who?
0: It's <laughs> Just kidding. It's me. It's me. Just just in case, everybody. It's me. I'm happy it's me. Uh, my name is AG. I'm Zhao. And on this week's episode of Third World Linux, we apologize profusely and talk about what we've been up to. Uh, who goes first? I'm really sorry. <sighs> what was it it was um it, w- it was four weeks without a proper episode of third world linux uh the first week was me rambling about open tunes and then you were busy preparing for no you're doing the art week thing art fair yeah, art fair and then when that was done i was drowning in final exams which i, I was free and that i'm like yes let's record in <laughs> final seek yeah, and then and then after finals week, you were in Korea, so you know. Uh, speaking like, of Korea, uh, how was for Korea? The how fastest uh, internet on the planet. The fastest internet on the planet. Yeah, I didn't experience it. No, I was kidding.
1: <laughs> because uh, my phone, like, short of twenty-four hours after landing there, not even twenty-four hours, probably ten hours landing there, my
0: phone got broken. So <laughs> really. Yep. Well, I mean like i I saw you post about it, but like, <laughs> yeah, what happened? uh
1: apparently, the place where you put the charger in, like not the dock or something where you plug in the charger mm-hmm. is broken like it it dislodged like the soldering from the motherboard got loose and got iffy, and it's not gonna get repaired anytime soon, so okay. yeah, uh, I told the folks over at uh the humble folks over at o that like, hey, what are you gonna do with this? It's like uh, give us two weeks. We're going to change stuff and double check everything. It's like, am I going to pay anything? We'll see, sir. We'll see. I'm like, well, crap. That's the thing I don't want to hear because they could always say, sir, our engineers deemed it your fault. But I don't know. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. So right now, what I'm using is just a feature phone. Like, It's just call and text. Pretty much it. Yeah, that's uh, good but, g- Yeah, but going back to Korea, I'll, I'll talk about life with the feature phone later. Talk about Korea though. Um, that city relies so much on mobile technology. Like, it's the internet of things in the world existing right now. Like, what's that? Cisco, I think, is the one overseas in the States. Who does that ad? Like, the internet of things. Imagine doing this, blah, 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 only using your phone. In Korea, it's a real thing. <laughs> they pay with their phones. They use it for transport. Not, not transportation. They use it for, um, what do you call that? The GPS to open doors, to, to get to places like that city revolves around internet and their phones. It's insane. And I was there using pen and paper <laughs> to navigate my <laughs> way <laughs> through the freaking subway system, which is confusingly cool because Korea is like an organized chaos. It's Singapore where people is happy and it's Hong Kong where people are not douches. I'm not saying Portugal, <laughs> Hong Kong is douches. Like everybody in Hong Kong shoves, shoves everybody. Like what the hell? Anyway, um, Korea, everyone's kind. The internet is just so freaking fast everywhere, everywhere. And I'm surprised like, in the tunnels in the subway stations the hotel of course were particularly fast and the place where i i stayed airbnb was also particularly fast it's just and that's why uh i was trying to recall this that's where i uploaded a lot of things and uh, <laughs> i was trying to actually download um distros but i didn't have time because my airbnb host got so obsessed by the fact that i was like professional photographer and he's an aspiring amateur and he's like oh I'll take you to Korea oh teach me Philippine style photography Philippine style I was like cool brah yeah let's shoot (laughs) (laughs) he's like do you have phone can I see pictures I don't have a phone right now it died he's like oh but how how yeah I got here using a map and a paper oh (laughs) (laughs) A what and a what now? <laughs> Do you still use it? Um yeah, but technically I was I survived with the help also of my of all things, my old trusty iPod touch.
0: Good hardware, good hardware. Yeah. Yeah. I really so o- yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So my Instagram account was hacked. Wait, what? <laughs> What? I I don't know. This What happened. Like, who is like, I have no idea. But but, but like, um, one day, uh, I just opened up my Instagram account. And all of a sudden, I was following like, 800 people or something, which doesn't really happen. Because I only follow people that I know and stuff. So anyway, Mm -hmm. I was following 800 people, apparently. And so I checked my account details and there was a picture of what looked like an underaged blonde girl in her underwear. And, <laughs> <the> descri- <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're in the under the tags for likes and whatnot. Yeah. And, that, and, spam- and um, and in the Spanish-y description
0: too. was like a link to something that I can only imagine was malware. So like, Oh. Oops. Um yeah, <laughs> all right. uh, time to change my password on everything again, and because it was on my phone, the factory reset my phone again <laughs> no so so I, I was and then a couple of days later, um Instagram like sends me an email saying that um it looks like you're using artificial means to get. Likes and followers and stuff, so we have deactivated your account. I'm like, what?
1: <laughs> Did you tell them your account got hacked?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, my so account how, got how hacked. How the stuff. reporting? Uh, I just got the email, and they said like your account has been reactivated. We're sorry for any inconvenience that we might have caused. So, all right, cool. I have an Instagram account again. <laughs> <laughs> like as you were talking about Korea, I literally just got the email. And so, oh, I have an Instagram account again. So <laughs> it's 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 come full circle, and it, got, it took me. They oh, still
1: have like the eight hundred followers. No, uh, eight,
0: oh, okay. No, so that that's that's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> but I have an Instagram account again, um, and it's it's weird because uh, my Instagram account like has my name in it, and uh, that's why I take such. Or that, that, that's why I was fighting so hard to get it back, because it's yeah, it's your right? yeah, the name yeah. Because like apparently, if you deactivate your account, they they don't throw it back into a pool of available names, right? It's lost and gone forever. So, you know,
1: uh oh, pretty pretty fucking of, uh, first
0: world problems as far as problems go, but yeah. <laughs>
1: I was doing third-world things in a first-world country, uh, a, a developed country. Oh, another thing about Korea, by the right. way, it's like, um, they were confused with my netbook.
0: <laughs> wait, wait. Um, for the benefit of everybody, this is South Korea. You were in oh, yeah, Seoul. of course. Not like uh-huh. Pyongyang.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Would have been fun if I was in Pyongyang. <laughs> like, oh, Linux user, Philippine style, Philippine style. Anyway... <laughs> So, uh, my Ubuntu Mate 910, 910. What's this? Uh, 1510. 1510. Yeah. Cause I was, uh, I was showing off my presentation first, like running through it, my presentation using, um, LibreOffice, of course. And they're like, I didn't know what, what is that? They were asking what type is it? I told them it was LibreOffice. It's, and then I was explaining open source. Uh, again, because it's an industrialized country, like, So you don't have to pay for anything? Why- why do you- why don't you pay for it? (laughs) I'm like, I can donate, but you know. Cause- cause like, the notion of having stuff for free is kind of- off that's- free technology. It's kind of off for them. (laughs) It's not off, it's just confusing. And uh, they ask if there's Korean translation for it. Like, I, I'm pretty sure there is. Because uh, when they were trying to convert the file to PowerPoint, like, oh, you don't need to convert it. It's PowerPoint PPTX. Like, it's the same. it's It will work. And I was uh, asking them if they could do presenter tools in PowerPoint, which apparently they don't do. So, <laughs> so okay. I have my netbook in front of me and the laptop where my presentation is running for my notes and for my presenter notes and whatnot. So... I'm clicking two things at the same time. That's why I can't wait to see the pictures because I look like an idiot pressing two buttons <laughs> at the same time during my presentation. Mm, should be fun, but it should be really, really fun. Uh, what else? What else? Technology-wise about Korea? Uh,
0: oh, did you? Uh, did you get to see? Well, oh no! Ge- so I'm guessing you didn't do the thing where you got a SIM card and stuff because your phone was dead. Sorry.
1: I was about to. I was. It was a good thing I didn't.
0: So, so the thing? big question. The big question mm. is would you have gotten would you have gone for SK Telecom or KT? Oh SK <laughs>
1: <laughs> would have gone for SK Telecom, of course. Brute War fans would know. Um it's KT. It's KT. It's it's like Seamus winning the championship in <laughs> WWE. Sheamus. <laughs> it's it's KT, fine, you know.
0: Flash. One, but. Of, one of the greatest rivalries in all of esports, the Telecom Wars.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but uh I I I I was when I was there. Uh SKT is one one of their businesses actually is also like fuel. <laughs> Which is okay
0: then. Yeah, I told you that um I told you that the CJ Corporation in the Philippines has like an animal feeds, or like they have an animal feeds division or something, and that's the presence of uh CJ. The, yeah, the CJ Corporation in the Philippines. So when I was when I was really into like the the CJ Zergs, it was like, how can I support CJ? And then like I see animal feeds. No. <laughs> <laughs> Unless
1: you start a piggery anytime soon. <laughs> oh man. But- but, uh going back again to technology. Uh, to be honest, I can't believe that I can't believe how like still st- decent uh, the i iP- iPod Touch still works fine. Some of the apps are not supported, so I was just relying on the browser and yeah. Um, and I forgot my iTunes password already, so I was like, shit, <laughs> I can't update. <laughs> Crap, I can't update any of the freaking, uh, like. Apps or get new apps to read the PDF. So it was like, I was just, just relying on Google Chrome. I was like, huh, imagine that this, this seven year old device, seven, 2016, right now I got that 2009. Yeah. This seven year old device still works. It works fine. Still plays my music. Still has a long battery life. Like close to show good hardware, good hardware.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, um, well, the thing is like all you really need when you go to a new place is a map. Like, a map that works, I would think.
1: Yeah, and the best map I got when I was there was a freaking actual map.
0: <laughs> They're tourist souvenir-free maps. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, those, yeah. It's weird, though, because, like, whenever I travel, personally, like, I, I know that they have maps and stuff, but, like, I never really bother because Google Maps does the job for the most part. And the thing is... I I, I don't know if that's a good thing.
1: <laughs> uh as was about I was about to transition to something like that cuz I was I was looking at some of their laptops over there like cuz I've been carrying my netbook and I was like you know what maybe in the future cuz I st- I like the size of the netbook car- easy to carry around but I don't want a freaking MacBook Air so uh, and and I realized when I was there especially because I made my presentation using Google Slides then I saved it looked at it in LibreOffice. Then from LibreOffice, fix it, configure it, PowerPoint X, PowerPoint X, PPT file, so Mm -hmm. that I know they're going to be using PowerPoint. I'm pretty sure they're going to be using PowerPoint. So I realized, you know what? I do everything with Google. So should I get a Chromebook? Nope. Okay, then that was a straight answer. (laughs) 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 Okay, I was expecting more of a... Yeah, maybe, maybe not. La 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 la. <laughs> then it's a straight out no. Okay then. But should I get? Cause right now I'm just using Dave's old Samsung Tab Three, which is for some weird reasons working perfectly. Uh huh. Which is weird. Not it's not that it wasn't per- working perfectly before. It's just I guess I am currently like I'm just getting the apps that I needed. No, I didn't have any anything that would bloat. I put in a new. Um, card SD SD like micro SD card as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hmm, it looks like it's running smoothly. Uh and I realized, you know what? Just with a tablet and a chrome uh, Chromecast, can do pre- my, I can do my presentations. I can I could go anywhere and just have that. Like stream like they're asking, oh is your presentation ready? Yeah just hook in this Chromecast and uh,
0: I'll stream my Google slides. The other option is to get a Raspberry Pi. Mmm and, like, you just bring it around and be like... And that's ah, it. <laughs> here. And, like, if you need to work on your presentation in the last minute, you can use the projector. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get, like, one of those... Get get one of those uh little USB touchpads and one of those roll-up keyboards or something. And you have, like, an entire computer ready to go.
1: Like, that's the ultimate travel package right there.
0: Yeah. like Like, university teachers... Should have Raspberry Pis so that they can like bring them from classroom to classroom and be like here, and just plug it in. Maybe get like one of those small projectors.
1: Yeah, that's that's actually what I want. CDR King has them. I'm not sure
0: how much, but <laughs> just bring it around with me. Yeah, one of those little projectors and like a like a mini PC of some kind, and you're good yeah, to go. I'm
1: good to go. But I still want a netbook because I want to put stickers.
0: I put stickers on the projector. <laughs> Yeah, and like put stickers in or put stickers on the case of the pie. I mean, you know, if you're going to be bringing it around, if you're going to be bringing it around, need a case. Just put the thing on. Because oh. I finally, uh, because mm, I finally bit the bullet and ordered a Raspberry Pi. How much? So uh, around forty the, the actual dollars. Price?
1: Yeah, around the actual price. I see. Yeah,
0: yeah, like, um, and I'm waiting for it to arrive. So, uh, if it I'm, I'm actually hoping that it comes like in the next couple of days. That way we can make like a, uh, we can make a thing about going to the post office to pick it up and pay for like any tariffs that, you know, I might have to pay to get it in to the country.
1: Does, does anybody in the group have a, like a shotgun mic? Cause my shotgun um, mic is no. out of commission. Any, ah, oh, crap. Does anybody in the group want to invest in a shotgun mic? <laughs> Or at least once you could plug in a phone.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, oh, uh, oh yeah. OTG and all that. And your phone is dead. What do you mean your phone is dead? My phone is
1: dead. So, it can't. and it has crappy camera.
0: Well, I thought you were going to bring like your, uh, what's it? A tablet. I'm going to bring the tablet. I mean, like. Um, I'm going to bring my filming. Well, not
1: film equipment. My photography equipment.
0: Yeah. Oh, Uh. by the way, dear listeners, AG is going to be in Cebu sometime soon. So, like. We've now transitioned into talking about the trip. You just have to pick him up at the airport at 7 in the morning. <sighs> um, <laughs> Cheap seats, baby. <laughs> the upshot is no traffic. But on that very same day, we have to travel like an hour to get to a mall in the middle of nowhere. Um, yeah, I was looking at it. It was like, hey, jeep. Since you're heading to Cebu and Vista heard of it, like, can you shoot this
1: and whatnot? It's going to do a lot for our business. And like, of course, Pops. You could ask Jao to help you. We'll reimburse some of the things. Of course, Pops. I know he shoots those nightscapes and whatnot. (laughs) You want him to do second camera? Are we going to pay him? All right. You can do it on your own then. (laughs) Ask him to drive you around. I'm
0: like. Uh yeah so anyway um, <laughs> Anywho, uh-huh. so so what are you bringing you're, you're you're going to be bringing your camera obviously uh
1: two bodies the two mirrorless bodies I'm not gonna bring the jumbo big one right right um, although I'm also thinking probably my newest one and just the jumbo big one just you know ugh, screw with my own <laughs> weight and uh one of the things I figure out is I have to keep my clothes that equipment the books I have to bring under seven point five kilos. Uh, you're flying to Pacific? Yep. Okay. Do they check? Uh, Yeah, they can. But, like, I really don't want to check stuff.
0: No, no, I mean, like, do they... Mm. Do they actually check the weight of your carry-on baggage? Because, like, the last couple of times I've flown, they only Uh, really check... Like, the only time they really check the weight is if they think the bag is kind of big.
1: For my Korea trip, they checked my bag. And it was, like, 9.5 when apparently check-in luggage is only 7.5, sir. I'm like... You suck a bag of dicks. Anyway. So wait, going wait, home che- I just over. Check luggage it. Like, or carry on? Check luggage.
0: Se- seven kilos for checking in
1: Like if you're I I uh, mean hand carry is seven point five. Okay, alright, alright. Yeah. Yeah that, that, that sounds about right. Yeah. So I I, I don't want to check in luggage because that's extra expense.
0: Mm. Then like whenever I fly, I know for a fact that my hand carry is always at least nine or ten. But do you check it in? No.: No.: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Or God, no. I guess for my case, it was an international flight. Yeah, well, uh, I did I check it.: or,
0: I, I, uh, I very rarely fly Cebu Pacific, so um...
1: Because last time I heard, that's why when I measured my, my baggage, it was 9.5, because I know at most airlines are at 10 kilos. Cebu Pacific is at 7.5. I'm like, <sighs> suck dicks.
0: Anyway, and it's not like it's not like you're flying to like Bhutan or something where you have this tiny little aircraft and you have to like make sure everything is balanced and stuff. So,
1: but that cheap airline, it's a cheap airline, so they're trying they're gonna milk you for whatever money you have left in what other forms.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's That's
1: why, like, that's why the the customer service utter shit because like you paid for this small for like for this amount. We could treat you however you, we want you to treat, uh, however you want to treat you. Good thing though for my career flight back, I got into the like emergency exit doors seats, so legroom, baby legroom. <sighs> uh, we,
0: uh, we we had this exact conversation on a bodega nights with Miko and Paolo the other week, and Norm or Martin. What about yeah, yeah, in that 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 panda diplomacy episode, how like I I really don't care for legroom. It's it's all about the lateral space. From me, Because there was uh, that, I, you know, uh-huh. Manila. There was a Manila to Cebu flight where I was sat next to like this morbidly obese human being. And his bilbil, bil, like his side fat, was on the armrest Damn. and sort of encroaching into my personal space a little bit. And sort of his arms were on top of his side fat or whatever. And that was like really in my personal space. And this guy was in the middle seat. And, and I know he was supposed to leave like the armrests open for people in the middle seat. But yeah. at at some point you have to take out two seats at an airline out of just common like human decency and courtesy. And that was like exactly when I realized that legroom be damned, I just need space for my elbows. <laughs> <laughs> uh here's the thing.
1: Well you're not you're not a rotund person. So but then again, you just really want that personal space. The thing is, for my case, uh lateral space. It's not, not huge a huge deal for me. You <laughs> <He> have <laughs> long legs. Like, yeah, I have long legs. I'm like six foot tall. But when you squish me from like right now, I'm trying to squish myself. I'm like a ruler and a half. So <laughs> not much of a lateral space needed. So so I'm okay with that. That's why legroom, baby legroom. Yeah,
0: emergency exits are pretty good. Or rather, the emergency exit seat is pretty good, but you know,
1: the the there's only two times that I was like seated at the emergency exit room. One, I was like beside a a huge Caucasian male, but he's not laterally challenged.
0: Like (laughs) laterally challenged. (laughs) (laughs) He he's um
1: of that middle build, you know. It's. And then we, we actually had a long conversation about it. So they're like, Yeah, we're sitting on the exit rows. Yeah, we're so excited. We're so happy. So, and uh, like to the point that the attendant only asked us, Sir, would you, would you, yeah, are you going to read? We're already reading it. <laughs> they're so happy. And this time I got seated by two like middle aged Koreans as well uh-huh. uh, for, for the flight back. Two middle aged Koreans. And they were like, Never have I seen two people so intent on reading the safety instruction manuals.
0: Well, you, it's 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 actually like,
1: <laughs> and I was did, I felt, you felt so did to happy. Do so though, right? Yeah, I felt so happy because I was because they saw me reading it intently, and then I was actually even rehearsing the steps because I've never had that middle seat before. Like, the first okay. time I was at the front seat, like, the front emergency exit row, that was Wait. where I was
0: seated before. Wait, what do you mean the front emergency exit row? Like, the one near the front of the plane or the one... Yeah, the one near the front of the plane?
1: Uh, this was a different type of plane. But, so, there's one in front of a plane, but that's not, like, the front, actual front exit. Okay. Like, on the right side, because there's the left side exit and there's a right side exit.
0: Yeah. Do do, do they so, Do they still use, like... Starboard and... What's it? Uh, I, I forgot the, the other one. Yeah. I
1: thought those were for ships.
0: Yeah, but then like... Um, like air, aircraft still use like aft to refer to the back. Yeah. And that's also a ship term. Anyway. Anyway.
1: So so us trying... was like, <laughs> oh, this is the first I'm going to be seated here. So it's like trying to rehearse how to remove it and whatnot. And the two gentlemen were also doing that, and they were also reading intently. I was like,
0: "I feel so comfortable. If anything happens, <laughs> <laughs> I can fall asleep now without yeah, having to worry." Which I did. <laughs> <laughs> but you were um, so. So, were you on the emergency exit that's near, like the the wing? The wings, yeah. Um, what plane was it? Would Would you happen to know? Uh, it's an Airbus A something something. Okay, because like some Airbus. Um, some Airbus planes. If you're on the emergency exit over the wing, if it's a water landing, you're supposed to tell people that you can't exit. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, that type of plane.
0: That nope, nope,
1: nope, nope, no exiting here. Yeah, so there. I mean Which means I'm gonna be the first one to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like your job to
0: be like no, no. But then that only applies in in case of a water landing. Yep. So, I'm such, a, I'm such a fucking airplane nerd or a, a flight nerd. A flight Not so nerd. much an airplane nerd. Uh, like, David. Shit, I think, that guy, I think that guy's an airplane nerd.
1: That, yeah, I guess he's an airplane nerd. Another thing I want to <laughs> ask, though, is uh, at least the Cebu Pacific, that flight, uh, they don't allow use of tech when, during takeoffs and landings. Do other airports actually nowadays allow absolute use of technology during like landings and takeoffs? Yeah, yeah.
0: Philippine Airlines allows it. Uh, you can... Like,
1: absolutely. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. just like, whatever. Just make sure it's on silent. And uh, as long as you're inside the cabin, no voice calls.
1: <laughs> oh, because... Um, like, be good Cebu people. Cebu Pacific is like, uh, we allow the use of technology uh, when the seatbelt sign is off after takeoff. Yeah, so like, yeah. I get that. To me, I-, I get that. Fine. And they always say, like, because we were using before... because. Dr- heading to korea there was like a two-hour delay because manila international airport um (laughs) so everybody was just using their tech and then when we were about to lift off like captain made an announcement attendants are like please turn off your devices for takeoff i'm like okay then
0: i respect that i don't mind yeah i mean like well that that entire process of taking off is like all of 15 minutes so i mean like yeah what's turning your phone off for 15 minutes and reading yeah. the in-flight magazine that people worked hard to make, you
1: know? Yeah, little did I know that that 15 minutes is <laughs> not going to be long enough. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Like can't imagine it, like, Jesus. I'm in the country with the fastest internet and not even going to experience it. I experienced the cherry blossoms, though, which is amazing.
0: Yeah, cherry blossoms are nice. Mm, and
1: Ninda I was trying to spot things that are Linuxy in that place. I can't. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if there's like a Korean contingent of Linuxy, Linux in Korea. They're all in the north. (laughs) Because communists love their Linux. Dictators, specifically, love their Linux. We did an episode on this, people. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, I had. Although, one of the things I noticed was that they really like to support their own products. Like, everybody's either using LG or Samsung. Yeah, hardly, yeah. hardly anyone using iPhones. Yeah, dude. I mean, but it's... Yeah, it's their own gotta. product. But the thing is, iPhones, Their ha- iPhone, Apple has been running print ads about, like, the iPhone. I'm like, hmm, isn't that feeble? <laughs> uh, you know, they have to put their money somewhere, I guess. Well, <laughs> I guess folks at Gangnam like the where and the stereotype, by the way, is true in in like the Gangnam style stereotype is true because it's weird because everybody's just in that area is rich, drunk, has plastic surgery in their faces and has so much money. Um <laughs> <laughs> like, apparently, my, one of my, my host in Airbnb is from Gangnam. Okay. But he moved out of the place because he hates it. Uh, so he was like, yeah, this is typical Gangnam. They just buy things for the brands. They don't even know. There's no substance in what they do. So that's why they prefer these things and that things. So like, you see everybody using, uh, iPhones when it sucks. And I'm like, huh, none of my own tastes. <laughs> <laughs> good on you for moving out (laughs) exactly (laughs) so he went into like one of them up-and-coming neighborhoods in uh i forgot the name of the station but it's a it's a good place and he's a decent guy he's a good guy um oh okay going back to we're still talking about korea um one of the things in the themes of the conference i was in is analog and digital photography one of the most interesting talks uh, well, in, during the open forum, one of the topics that was discussed, and I think this is slightly related with what we do, is that the conclusion really is that we're almost a decade into digital photography taking over uh, photography, or or like our daily lives. Like it, it's not imagine; it, it's hard to imagine photography these days used for technological purposes if you're not using digital. Mm -hmm. and according to the professor there and the curator slash professor that brought about a certain distrust with the medium like digital technology brought that distrust and we have probably passed a point where photography can't get that trust back because of technology and he was saying that's not to say that technology is to blame it's just that that's how we interact with images now like you have a, a gamut of of like, things to, like, you have your Photoshop's and whatever's, and you have Photoshop's and your uh, GIMP's that could, he didn't say GIMP, Photoshop was his prime example, but it was like, and I was thinking, like, hmm, why is that distrust blamed on uh, on the medium, and not on the end user of the medium? Like, you know, you know my theory, right? Like, always, the, the end user shouldn't be at fault, it's the system. It, it, I don't know, it was just it was running what? on me. Huh? Wait, that was... nah,
0: sorry, I was rambling. <laughs> but then like, well, well, well first of all, um, when it comes to a system, the weak point is always the, uh, is, is always the human being. It's always the, yeah. it's always the shitty password that's the weak link. But yeah. um, <laughs> um, <laughs> That all of a sudden, boom, my Instagram is now a blonde yeah. girl. <laughs> Tags for <laughs> likes and boobies. Anyway, um, I, I still don't know what happened with that. Because like I think it was a unique password, so w- which is why I re- uh, which is why I factory reset my phone. Like I must have gotten it on my phone. Um, and to the question about photography, or to to the to the thing about photography, and the distrust people with, have with digital,
1: not just photography, with digital technology.
0: Yeah, um, I think it's good actually that people distrust uh, technology, like. Mm-hmm. Um, What's it? Uh, Well, going specifically to photography, I think it's about time that people learn to distrust photography. Because if if we learned anything from Ansel Adams, it's that an image is never really what... What it looks like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like, like the image that you see on a photograph doesn't necessarily represent the reality that it's trying to capture. If you know how to... Use the zone system or whatever the hell it was that Ansel Adams had in his book. Um, but then going to technology in general, I think it's always good to come from a place of mistrust when it comes to technology in general. Um, so if you take, for example, uh, and this is relevant to us and relevant to the United States. If you take an election, right? You, mm-hmm. when, when you're using a counting machine, you don't go into that polling booth trusting the technology yeah right like um the way elections have always been was you have a pen you have a you have a ballot you don't you don't have a pen mm. you have a pencil you have a pencil you have a ballot you write on that ballot and as they're being counted you have people checking yep right so you have the teachers that are counting and around them you have this entire like flock of like lawyers that are you know, oh, that's a spurious ballot, like that sort of thing. Um, so there is that, uh, distrust at the heart of the entire, uh, process of elections, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now you, now when you bring in technology, you're supposed to, or you, Make you, the you process don't, it's easy. Yeah, but you're not supposed to, like, all of a sudden start trusting the technology when previously you've, had so much distrust in the entire process in order to keep it fair.
1: Because the thing is, I don't believe... Well, not believe. I, I'm pretty sure he knows better than me. He's like 200 years old. <laughs> Getting aside, <laughs> the, the, the professor was like, I, I agree with somewhat what he said, but I think we are now at the point where he's saying that people don't trust technology. I think now people do. That's why you have in Gaben we trust with regard to STEAM. Yeah, exactly. They know what people are doing with VR. Like, no, they don't. (laughs) Or with Google, my data is safe with them. No, it isn't. Or with Facebook, like, oh, they're ensuring my privacy. Are you really sure?
0: With fucking (laughs) Instagram.
1: (laughs) 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 uh, And it feels disconcerting for me. I guess for me, it's in, in a good way. That's why... We approach certain things with, like, certain technological things with skepticism. I guess for me, that's why it didn't blow my mind when I heard that statement. But when I posted that lesson in my Facebook page, right? In my, in my Facebook status message, folks were, like, resharing it. Some messaged me, like, what do you mean by the debt distrust? Like, it didn't blow me away. I guess we, because it, our use of Linux and my view of digital technology and photography has always been through a cynical point of view if you get my pun
0: <laughs> yeah um, and well I, I guess I guess what the guy was talking about though um, is when it comes to photography specifically it isn't the technology that people distrust but it is the, uh, the, the image yeah that it, the image. because because, um, because for the longest time photography and this is very incorrect but photography had this air of being like the photo never lies blah 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 yeah but <laughs> it's which is again but yeah. blatantly like fucking wrong but <laughs> it, it's had that um it's had that perception. perception and and I guess that's what he would have meant by saying trust you yeah. trust in the image and now with technology then people stop to that th- then you've removed that entire sort of uh trust Around photography.
1: The examples he said was people you'll used to believe what was written in the headline. These days they would question, oh, they didn't show this on the headline or it isn't a wide shot or, oh, they're being biased right now. That's what he's saying. And it's actually, he says that it's actually a huge slippery slope just in photojournalism side. But when you talk about the fine art side, what happens is photographic works that are used with digital the public tends to perceive it as like of lower value Mm, okay okay because it's digital so what he says and that that for me was the one that blew my mind was photographers or artists should either a embrace the fact that it's a medium that can't be trusted so pursue fictive works or b put so much sincerity in your work that people won't even question your medium
0: Okay. Yes. So it's so it's like a pure photography f- versus, like digital art kind of yeah, yeah. debate. Well, the theme of the entire thing was analog versus
1: digital, and I can't help but apply that apl- that example that he said, or or the solutions that he said with regard to use of technology as well. Like, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Go- going back to something mm-hmm. that an example that he gave even earlier on, um, about how like you don't know, trust the headlines; they should have given a wide shot. People keep on forgetting that we have these things called scissors. I mean, people have this thing. We have scissors. Wait, what? Right, because like I remember you saying like, oh, they should have had a wide shot. Like that's that's how people look at you know like the 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 proper distrust of the medium of photography and technology, blah 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 blah. But to say that um, prior to that, people had more belief in the image that is put out by a photojournalist because we didn't have technology. Well, we have fucking scissors to crop pictures.
1: <laughs> Actually, he didn't say people didn't use a wine shot. It's just that it doesn't paint the entire picture. It's just, I was the one who said it was a wine shot. Okay, but, but like, like, Yeah, but I get your scissors. point. <laughs> no, it's a tight crop. <laughs>
0: Jesus. <sighs> Yeah, and, and I think and I think like this whole like distrust of technology is a big reason that we like free and open source software. Like at at least we know that the code can be audited, even if we have no fucking idea how to do it.
1: There is a sense of not accountability. Uh, Transparency—that's the term I was looking for. There's a sense of transparency when you use open source. To, like we're preaching to the crowd. The crowd. Yeah, we're to preaching the to the crowd. Choir right now, <laughs> but. That's what sometimes keeps me, you know, iffy about how people use technology these days. Is because we put so much trust. Like that's why I'm I'm always forever skeptical about Uber. Is because of that. Like people trust it so much, and I was like, Nah, nah. Uber's great though. Uber's great. And like, I've been on record. I'm not sure if. On bodega nights, or I guess with our friends, that they say that I don't like Uber so much, and yet here I am, so proud of maintaining my five-star rating. <laughs> uh,
0: five stars, and you know, mm. and you know
1: why my Uber drivers love my five-star rating because when I sit down, sir, sampu tayo, sir, you're in Uber nalam po. Pano po tayo po punta Sir, ways na lang. po kung ways? And then we shut up. We don't talk for the entire ride. We just enjoy each other's company. I, I, I have the pleasure of his business. I have the pleasure of, he has the pleasure of my, uh, quiet and, the and the calm. Like, I'm not even panicking.
0: Like, it's traffic. I don't even rush him. And, uh, five stars. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, the, the the way I maintained my five star Uber rating was I learned something about Uber drivers. Mm Mm-hmm. Uber drivers love talking about Uber.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, if if you want to
0: get, like, a good five-star rating, just talk to them about Uber and bitch about taxis.
1: (laughs) Or if you want to have a good taxi ride, bitch about Uber. (laughs) Uber. Read about the the gallant taxi driver.
0: (laughs) The backbone of
1: this nation. (laughs) This entire episode that we could do you know like uh, the sharing economy in the third world
0: yeah that's actually really that's actually really interesting because the way uber here works is yeah, it isn't it's people weird. Right? it isn't people looking to like share a ride it's the, the fucking employees of somebody that owns a bunch of cars yeah. <laughs> or somebody's Airbnb is like
1: I'm gonna build this entire apartment and rent all the apartment out on Airbnb
0: per room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Or like, uh, what's it? My, uh, some uh, a couple of my friends from high school. They're getting married. Um, you know them. Oh. they had a very tumultuous relationship, and we hung out with them in Manila that one night, or we hung yeah. out with her in Manila that one night. They're yeah. marrying each other. That's so fucking cool. Um, and <laughs> they're getting married in Dumaguete. And you know, I'm. It's like, okay, I'm. I'm gonna Airbnb this, right? And a bunch of the listings were like people that own pension houses and like hotels, or, like small hotels and stuff.
1: <laughs> it's like, kind of. You do. You, you do know this defeats the purpose,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> so like, um, it, it's become Booking. dot com in a way, or whatever the hell that uh, Tripadvisor.
1: Yeah, Tripda but, but, trip, or whatever. Yeah, one of those places.
0: Yeah, so it's like... It's it's weird the way the sharing economy here works.
1: Yeah, that's an episode on its own. Like, we touch on it now, but... It's nice to show examples to our dear listeners of how it works here. And, uh, and to be honest, I want to try each of them because I hate the sharing economy. <laughs> <laughs> if we could have an open source
0: economy, all well and good. but are uh, freaking... <laughs> well, I mean, I, I guess... In in a lot of ways, Uber is a lot more quote open source than you know your regular taxi companies.
1: Uh, I still don't like their accountability. I know I want U- like if Uber wants to be really open and public, I think they should release monthly statistics. Yes, they should, it, 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 and it would do them good actually yeah. if they if they release statistics and stuff Mm-mm. like every month we had a total of how many days book Uber driver and and it could be a positive spin for them like Uber drivers earned a total of, like, say, $1.7 billion in revenue and, like, oh, crap. Like, you see? It would be a nice number. There were 207 incidents, 50 of them rape, 12 of them assault. Uh, there were 7,000 reports of verbal assaults from Uber drivers because yeah. it feels so bad for Uber drivers to get verbally assaulted.
0: Yeah, that, that's the worst by drunk like, people that Not like... just
1: drunk people. Yeah, not just drunk people. Like Hannah like she took an Uber this morning and she was like the Uber driver was really down and Hannah was like, Sir, and this and then the Uber driver opened like okay, English translation, like she was down and <laughs> Hannah My girlfriend said like, Hey, it's a good day, you know, maybe smile a little bit and whatever going through it's gonna change up. So Uber driver opened up to Hannah and she was like Yeah, I just came. Like before you, I had a passenger who freaking berated me, who's telling me I was an idiot because I didn't follow, Uh, because my ways didn't work properly, and I was like a no good human being. So before I pick you up, I actually had to pause for a couple of minutes and breathe and realize this is a job, this is a job, this is a job.
0: That's so antithetical to the fucking sharing economy. <laughs> like exactly. The point, of, the point is that it isn't a job. It's you being a good person. And if yeah. passengers realize that, then, then um, they should be better.
1: We are the victim of our own poison. Because here, Uber is not... Well, majority of Uber drivers are not those who have cars and extra time. And want to earn extra on the side. You know, I, I should much- start
0: driving for Uber. Yeah. <laughs> Like at 2 in the morning. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like take the drunk people to wherever they are.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, Cebu Taxi is better, so, you know.
0: Yeah, Cebu Taxis are fucking amazing. Our taxi drivers here are great.
1: Exactly. That's why, you know, that's why a reason I think like even if Uber comes up, it's only like rich pricks are going to use it.
0: Yeah, and we do have Uber here, but I don't know. A lot of people I, just say, fuck it, man. Because grab, grab works really fucking well here. Um, oh. like, like, like in Manila, I know that grab sort of heightens the assholeness of your regular cab driver, right? Yeah. Like if you don't give, <laughs> right? 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 Fucking assholes. But here, um, when grab first came out, every taxi driver that had grab installed acted like a fucking Uber driver. Like, they would not shut up about how fucking awesome grab was. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you know, if you use this promo code, uh, you're, you, uh, a taxi driver got mad at me once because I didn't use a promo code to get, like, a 20 peso discount or something. <laughs> like, like, it slipped my mind that there was, like, a promo code where, like, I, I, I get a certain, you know, and he's like, yeah. oh, you know what you should have done. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, star 20 is already yeah. <laughs> Five star rating, yeah. <laughs> but here,
1: I guess it's it's weird that's an entire episode we should do. The sharing economy in the third world. <laughs> yeah. And we have a lot of episodes planned. Um, yeah. And live action. Can't wait for the live action. I yeah. think we can record several. My problem, and, uh, though, is I won't be able to edit them. Uh,
0: well, there's a little bit. Toss them little. over to...
1: Yeah. Or toss them over to... Yeah.
0: Um, Actually, I'm excited for uh, the uh, the interviews that we have coming up. Oh, yeah. Right? Like we, we um, can talk about them now, eh? Uh, let's talk about it in the supporters' show. Okay. Speaking of supporters' show, head over to patreon.com/slash channel fourteen and help us unsuck ourselves. I love how Norm said it yesterday. He's like, <laughs> "Help us unsuck ourselves." <laughs> 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 for podcasts and stuff head over to channel 14.com
1: <laughs> for sharing and stuff uh share our stuff over at twitter.com slash third world linux and uh third.com slash ch14 and
0: uh where else are we uh email us at contact at channel 14.com or linux at channel 14.com you can email us at third world linux at channel 14.com i think um uh, or yeah. do
1: you, are we the only ones who receive that third world Linux at channel 14? Yeah?
0: I think so, yeah. yeah. We 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 receive Linux, we receive third world Linux, and uh, contact goes to everybody in the network. Or everybody in the network, shit, it sounds like we're actually something. Um, it goes to everybody <laughs> involved in channel 14. We <laughs> can't even have freaking Let's
1: Plays on a regular schedule. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's a network indeed, you know. <laughs> Again, help us unsuck. Um, <laughs> help us unsuck ourselves.
0: <laughs> uh, we're on Google Plus. Yeah, um, I haven't been very good about updating stuff on Google Plus because I haven't been very good about updating things in general as of late. I had in our life. <laughs> I had I had one of the roughest semesters of my life. So, <laughs> one and of having, the roughest like, final exams week.
1: Yeah, and having like the busiest. Like, if you've seen my Google calendar, you'd be like. This is AD schedule? What happened to his minimalist lifestyle? Apparently, <laughs> went to crap. So, uh... But uh, your schedule
0: went to take a No, dump? it's like... no, <laughs> Blew up all
1: over my face. And if you want to blow us up and keep it lit, uh, <laughs> send us uh, an email and whatnot for, like, from time to time we do listener feedback episodes. And what else do we have to
0: say? YouTubes,
1: check out our other shows.
0: Radio Norm, yeah, dude. Radio Norm is Just pretty good. Uh, um, yeah,
1: YouTube, the aforementioned YouTube Let's Play channel,
0: yeah, yeah, and other things. Miko and Paulo are supposed to take care of that. Um, and there is they
1: are slowly or surely, sort slowly
0: of, but surely. You know, oh, th- There was jobber talk, which is professional wrestling, and I I really do like. Um, and and we should like do a do an invasion angle. Yeah. The third world Linux invasion. invasion, if you will. Yeah. The so, Linux Club. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, until next week, keep on Linuxing and do things for love.